Hi, everyone. I just wanted to let you guys know about a new podcast, which I just launched, in which I go over the daily Chumash, and I give a summary of the daily Chumash based on Rashi's commentary. So those of you that follow along this podcast, I thought that you might be interested in knowing about that. So I'm going to actually post today's episode here as a teaser. And if you like it, then please consider checking it out and subscribing it. It's called Daily Chumash Summaries, pretty straightforward. And uh, you'll recognize the logo. It's pretty similar to my Tanya It Is Taught logo. Uh, It's right now available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and pretty much any other forum that, uh, that has podcasts that you like. So check it out and let me know what you think. And uh, thanks so much for following me. I really appreciate it. And it's, you know, getting the feedback, getting the followers that really encourages me to continue with this work. So without further ado, here is today's episode of the Daily Chumash Summaries podcast. It is about the third Aliyah in Parshat Tzitzaveh. It's a little bit of a technical portion for today, but uh, enjoy. Welcome to Daily Chumash Summaries. I wrote these summaries in memory of my beloved paternal grandfather, Usher Zalig ben Meir Halevi Zichron Racha, and recently I decided to put these into an audio format as well. If you'd like to be added to the email list so that you can receive these summaries in written format, please send me an email to taught at gmail.com, or else you can follow the link in the show notes of this episode uh, to be added directly. There's also an opportunity to sponsor an episode of this podcast, which you can do by visiting itistaught.com and then clicking on the link that says support this project. So if you have a, a loved one's yurt site coming up or a birthday or for whatever other reason, if you'd like to uh, support me in the work that I do so I can continue doing this kind of work, please consider sponsoring an episode. And finally, if you enjoy this podcast, please consider checking out my other podcast, the It Is Taught podcast, where I focus on the daily Tanya portions in a way that is meant to be down to earth and relatable and accessible to all. And with all of that being said, let's get into today's Chumash portion. Today's Chumash Summaries podcast has been generously sponsored by Kara Paley in loving memory of her father's yortzeit, Yisrael Hertz Ben Zev, Zichrona Livracha, which falls out today on the 11th of Adar Aleph. May his neshama have an aliyah. So Parshas Tetzaveh, the third aliyah, and today we're going to be delineating two more of the special garments worn by the Kohen Gadol, and then we're going to move on and speak about the clothing of the regular Kohanim, who are not the high priest, just the regular priests. So just to kind of recap a little bit here. So the regular priests wore four special garments and the high priests wore these four special garments. And then in addition to that, they wore four extra garments so that they were wearing eight special garments in total. One other thing to note is that one of the regular garments of the regular Kohanim was something which was known as a migba'at, which was a linen turban wound around the head. And for the Kohen Gadol, for the special Kohanim, the high priest, they actually, instead of this, wore something called a mitznefet, which was a cap, which we had actually mentioned earlier in the first aliyah of this Parsha. So today, as mentioned, we're going to be looking at two 
more special garments of the Kohen Gadol, which we hadn't mentioned before. And then we're going to talk about the clothing of the regular Kohanim. So we're going to start our discussion talking about something which was known as the Me'il or the robe of the Kohen Gadol. So the to understand the Me'il, first we have to talk about the Ephod. So the Ephod we had discussed previously was this apron which was one of the special garments of the Kohen Gadol, this apron type of garment. So this apron type of garment, this ephod, was to be worn on top of a robe, on top of what's known as a me'il. And this me'il, this robe, was made completely out of blue wool. The collar of this robe should be folded inwards, similar to a coat of arms, which has a collar that is folded inwards. It is forbidden to tear this robe. The bottom hem of the robe was lined with a row of alternating pomegranates. So what do we mean by alternating pomegranates? So you'd have one pomegranate that was made out of blue, purple, and scarlet wool. And then you'd have another pomegranate made out of gold bells. And so then they would alternate the wool pomegranate with the bell pomegranate. The Kohen Gadol must wear these garments. If he does not, he's worthy of death by the hands of heaven. So that's uh, that's our section about the me'il, the rope. Next, we go on to talk about what's known as the tzitz, which is the soap show plate. A show plate should be made out of pure gold with an engraving upon it saying, quote, holy to God, or in Hebrew, quote, kadosh lashem. This show plate had three holes in it, one on each end and one in the center. Through these holes were to be thread blue cords made out of blue wool so that six strands of the wool hung out. So, you know, if you picture like you have three strands of blue wool and you're threading it through. So then what ends up happening is that you have six strands hanging out on either side. The two side cords were tied together and then the middle cords tied from on top to the strands now in the back, creating a sort of cap that encircled the entire crown of the head with the show plate on the forehead in the front. So if it's difficult for you to kind of visualize this, because I know for me it can be kind of tricky to visualize it, uh, it would I would highly suggest that you sur- uh, Google image um, the seats and see if you can see this online. It might give you a better idea of this by looking at an actual visual of it online. So the Kohen Gadol was to wear this show plate as a way to appease God for for God to accept sacrifices that were offered from someone quote unquote unclean or what's known in Hebrew as someone who was tummy impure. Uh, which is a whole discussion for another time, what that means exactly, exactly tell me. So now Rashi here specifies um, this this idea of that it was a way f- to appease Hashem uh, to accept sacrifices from somebody who is unclean, who is Tommy. And he tells us what this does not mean, like who it is not appeasing sacrifices from. So Rashi explains that it did not appease for the inequity of someone who intended to eat from the sacrifice outside of the designated area, which is known as pigol, literally an abominable thing, nor did it appease for someone who wished to eat from the sacrifice after its allotted time, which is known as notar. Nor did it appease for the Kohen himself if he were to be unclean. So the Kohen himself who was actually offering the sacrifice had to be in a state of, of purity. It only served to appease for the sake of the person who actually brought the sacrifice to the Kohen Gadol to be sacrificed. According to most opinions, this, this show place served to appease such sacrifices at all times, even if it wasn't being worn by the Kohen Gadol at a specific time. 
There are some opinions, however, that say that it only served as an appeasement whilst the Kohen Gadol was wearing it, in which case he needed to touch it to remind himself of, of its significance for it to have that effect. Now the Chumash goes back and mentions two of the earlier garments, which we spoke about earlier in the first aliyah, and we mentioned them briefly in the beginning of today's episode, namely the ketonet, which was the inner checkered tunic, and the mitznefet, which was the cap of the Kohen Gadol. Both of these should be made out of linen. Okay, now the uh, Chumash goes on and, he, and begins to talk to us about the clothing of the regular Kohanim. While the Kohen Gadol, which was Aaron at that time, needed to have all of the garments mentioned, his sons, which were the regular Kohanim, were only to wear these four garments. The Kutonet, which was the inner tunic, the Avnet, which was a sash, the Migba'at, which was a cap, and the Michnasayim, which were linen pants reaching from the waist to the thighs. Aaron and his sons are to wear their respective clothing and are then to be anointed as Kohanim with anointing oil. Aaron and his sons must wear their appointed clothing whenever they are to enter the oil mohed, which was the tent of meeting, the mishkan, or approach the altar to serve God. If they do not wear these clothing when they are meant to, they will be liable to be put to death by the hands of heaven. And that is the end of our portion today. Thanks for listening to my Chumash Summaries podcast. If you liked this podcast, please consider subscribing on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. And please consider also checking out my daily Tanya podcast, the It Is Taught podcast. Uh, it's also found on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have any questions or any feedback or comments or anything like that, feel free to reach out to me at it is taught at gmail.com.